Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our Top of the Discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 54th year. Each week, we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, uh, connecting to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Today's program, of course, is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion. I hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. And, of course, as I knew all of you, you just knew this was going to be the case, that as soon as uh, Donald Trump and the Republicans said that this is not a trial, it's a fake trial, it's a kangaroo court, and we have no intention of looking at facts, we're going to have no intent, no intent uh, to listening to witnesses we are just going to keep our hands over our ears, over our eyes, over our lips, and we're just going to announce that this man is acquitted, even though there's been no actual trial uh, on the facts. But we knew that the result of this was going to be that Donald Trump was going to show you that he's really the same petty tyrant that we thought he wanted to be before all of this stuff began. What do I mean by being a petty ty- a tyrant? Uh, you had people who... Uh, uh, were subpoenaed and uh, did what the law said. They followed the, the subpoena request by the, the uh, House of Representatives uh, to come and, and depose what they thought had occurred uh, in a phone call uh, between uh, Vladimir Zelensky and Donald Trump. This man did this, Alexander uh, Vindman, uh, a decorated Purple Heart, de- a decorated colonel, a uh, lieutenant colonel in the uh, U.S. Army, obeyed the law, did what he was called called on to do, said what he knew to be true, what was true to his ear, to what he he himself witnessed. And as a result of that, he gets fired. Not only was he fired by Donald Trump, he did it in the usual venal, vindictive way that Donald Trump does everything, showing you what kind of person he is. Remember, this is not the issue of, you know, did Donald Trump, you know, successfully steward the economy or did he not steward the economy? I don't see anything that Donald Trump did that made the economy significantly any better than it already was. He did, you know, through his tax cut, put a lot more money back into the hands of corporations and in uh, high income earners in this country, put more money in their hands. But that didn't turn into a rapid expansion of the economy. The economy still is average over his three years, an annual expansion of about 2.3%, really not that much different than what Barack Obama experienced. And even though Barack Obama had to add into his three, his eight years uh, of, of service as president, he had to add in the first two years, 2009 and 2010, when you had actual regression, a decrease in economic growth due to, to the recession that he inherited from the previous administration, the Bush administration, Donald or, or President Obama's average uh, growth over his eight years uh, of the GDP was 1.7%. So, you know, we're not going to argue about that. The, the, the issue about Donald Trump that is the most 
egregious in my mind is the issue of character, that this is a man who simply has no character at all. He's not even immoral. He seems to me to be amoral. He doesn't even have the ability uh, to recognize uh, whether something is right or wrong or ethical or not ethical. He only operates on what is in his own self-interest. He's very thin-skinned and so on. He actually walked this lieutenant colonel, this Purple Heart awarded lieutenant colonel, he just walked into, not him personally, but he sent his people to walk into this man's office and literally escort him out of the White House like he was somebody who was uncovered uh, to be stealing pencils, you know, and so on. He didn't stop there. He actually turned against uh, Lieutenant uh, Colonel Vindman's brother, uh, Eugene Vindman. Uh, his name is actually... Uh, Yevgeny, but he calls himself Eugene, uh, turned against Eugene uh, Vindman and had him walked out of, uh, uh, of the White House and uh, treated as if he was somebody who had done something uh, wrong. And of course, you get uh, Sarah Gresham, whatever her name is, the um, uh, press secretary for uh, President Trump, saying that, you know, people have to pay uh, for. Uh, for hurting uh, Stephanie, rather not Sarah, uh, uh, Stephanie Grisham, that people uh, uh, will have to pay uh, for what they've done for hurting the president. Are you kidding me? You're a grown man, right? You survived this thing. If anything, you should try to be contrite, you know, and, and at least say to people that whether you feel you did wrong or not, that your actions uh, brought about all of this impeachment uh, protocol in the first place, you could at least acknowledge, you know, some sense of contriteness about this, but not Donald Trump and not the people who support Donald Trump. They think that this is OK. Uh, I, I just found the entire uh, affair unnerving. You, you, Trump tries to claim now that uh, part of this issue is uh, finding out whether or not Biden used governmental planes to to do private business. In other words, he transported himself from the United States to uh, uh, to Ukraine or other places and uh, uh, to, to do work that was actually private work, not public work. If that was the issue that you were trying to investigate, you didn't need uh, 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 Zelensky, Vladimir Zelensky to do that investigation. You could do that investigation right here in the United States. In fact, that's what they're doing right now. You've got this gangster lawyer, uh, William Barr, uh, who is sort of the Mac man, if you will, you know, the muscle man uh, for uh, Donald Trump using the uh, office of attorney general to carry out Donald Trump's, Donald Trump's vendettas uh, against other people. This is what we have going on uh, in the country right now. Just real quickly before I get, I, I know I normally give you like a lot of, you know, stuff that I've read from uh, uh, various articles and research that I've done, but I think I just want us to have a conversation about the character of what is going on right now and the character of this man who holds the title of the presidency of the United States. He attacks uh, Mitt Romney. I'm not a friend of Mitt Romney. I didn't think that Mitt Romney was the best person to be the president of the United States. But I did believe that he was a devout Mormon, that he was a religious man. Uh, he, he states in his words that 
The allegations made in the articles of impeachment are very serious. As a a senator juror, I swore an oath before God to exercise impartial justice. Remember that every single one of these Republicans swore an oath before they got to sit as jurors in this impeachment uh, trial. They swore an oath that they would be impartial jurors. They swore this oath before the God they all claim that they serve. Uh, Mitt Romney articulates this, that as a, a senator juror, he says that he swore an oath before God to exercise impartial justice. Right. Well, we, we can't say that Trump is higher than God, but Trump's got some other kind of deal going on. Uh, but uh, he said he would uh, exercise impartial justice. He said, I am, I am a profoundly religious. Uh, I am profoundly religious. My faith is at the heart of who I am. I take an oath before God as an enormously consequential. I knew that from the outset that being tasked with the, with judging the president, the leader of my own party, would be the most difficult decision I have ever faced. He made a decision based on the information that was in front of him that Donald Trump engaged in behavior, uh, in abuse of power, that is so egregious because if not uh, checked, it would become the blueprint of how things would get done in the future. It would undermine the very uh, uh, character of the United States. That's why he voted the way that he did. In an article written by Michelle Borstein and uh, Sarah Pullum uh, Bailey, they talk about, so Trump uh, proclaims his desire that we all come together in unity while he simultaneously calls Democrats traitors, threats to democracy, haters, and dishonest and corrupt people, and that God is on God is on the side of his supporters. We had a caller on another radio program uh, during the course of this week who asserted that because Donald Trump said that he wanted unity, he wanted us all to come together in unity, that that somehow represented an olive branch that he was giving uh, 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 to everyone to be able to stand on something together. But that's just not the case. What Trump uh, uh, does is he says one thing, but then he does something entirely different. The speech stunned, his speech at the uh, prayer breakfast stunned longtime atten- attendees of the event and put on display two very uh, different visions of Christian witness. To see Trump use this speech as a way to not just reject basic Christian fundamentals like forgiving your enemies, but to use it to cast doubt on other politicians' public faith was remarkable because the whole thing is supposed to be uh, a celebration of public expressions of faith by public officials. And then he went on to say that uh, for Trump to use this event uh, uh, to further denigrate others' faith and cast doubt on their public expressions of faith is stunning. So let me get our, our callers on. we got three callers now, so uh, we'll be rocking uh, uh, really quickly. Let me get Tony on first. Tony, how are you doing out there? Well, this week has been a total disaster, as far as I'm concerned, uh-huh. for the country. For the country, not just for Democrats or Republicans, just for the country. Remember, I told you a long time ago on this program, or I spoke to you about it, uh, the art of the deal. Remember the man mm-hmm. named Tony Schwartz? Right. That I told you about? He's yep. a, he's the ghostwriter of the right. book. 
Tony Schwartz stated over that period that Trump, and I've told you this several times, has no character, has no morals, morals at all, and is only interested in self-aggrandizement. He has no shame, no character, no whatsoever. That I believe that what we have in the White House is not only that character, Trump, but also the devil is in that White House. Mm. There are devils in that White House. For what they did yesterday was an act of devil, of a devilry. But first of all, I, I will ask you and your audience, how could he fire somebody that he didn't appoint? Right. Those two people were working as, I know the lawyer, the twin brother of Alexander Vindman, was a, was a, a, a lawyer in the White House. Right. He didn't get his job from, the, from uh, Trump. Correct. That's correct. And in fact, there are they have this new stuff. Right. You have this new stuff in this country that they just invented it about four days ago. It's called law. And it yeah. says in the law that this is you go to findlaw.com. It's F-I-N-D-L-A-W dot com. And you type in uh, uh, retaliatory firings and so on. Any 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 uh, phrase like that. And you'll see what. Uh, uh, right, unlawful termination. You'll see what comes up. It says you yep. cannot be fired for reporting illegal or unlawful activity by the employer or for blowing the whistle uh, on unlawful use of government funding, period. There's no yep. ambiguity about that. What Trump is doing is illegal. Now, what he will say is that I didn't fire the guy because the guy still has a army position that he can fall back uh, fall back on. And that may be true, and that may be why he may not get in trouble over this, uh, uh, th th these actions, these particular actions. But you can see that Trump is on a threshold of, you know, his own what they call Black, Black well, Friday. It, it, it's a dictatorship. Yep. What we have is a dictator. With Bill Clinton, after he was exonerated or acquitted, Mm -hmm. went into the Rose Garden and apologized to the entire nation right. and told them that he was very upset that he did this yep. and admitted his wrongdoing. What do we have for, from this president? You know that they had prepared and knew that they were going to get an acquittal. So they prepared all these moves in advance. Kushner was part of it, and I'm sure that that uh, guy, what's his name, uh, Miller, Miller, was also part of it. Right, Michael. But let me get, what's that? Michael Miller. Yeah, Michael Miller. I think that perception is everything today. No, think about this. We had a reality show at the uh, the State of the Union. That was a reality show. There was really nothing he told us in there about our country. Well, just to continue to lie and exaggerate, he did a lot of that. Yeah, right. Think about it. Facts don't matter anymore, only if people believe them. And he's got so many people on his team believing anything he says. Doesn't matter. Now, I watched the prayer breakfast. I know you didn't because you didn't have the chance, correct? Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, here's what happened. The prayer breakfast, the keynote speaker in that whole process before Trump spoke, he was the keynote speaker. His message was, Jesus loved us, 
and that we should love each other. Right. That was Arthur Brooks, I believe, was the keynote yes. speaker, right? And when the president got up, the first thing he said is, I disagree with the speaker, yep. which yep. was Jesus speaking that through Arthur Brooks. Jesus was telling us that we to love each other. And the next thing he went into that was a campaign speech attacking Mitt, attacking Speaker Pelosi. All he presented at that prayer breakfast was a reality show again. Was his usual vile. I mean, Trump doesn't have any respect for anything or anybody other than himself. Yeah, well, that's the point that Tony Schwartz made in that part of the deal. I mean, come on, we knew what we were, we've known this for years. He, he, and when Collins, the Senator Collins from Maine, who's nothing but a chicken, chicken person, doesn't want to speak the truth, said, I think the president learned his lesson. Yeah, Remember right, that? right, right. And she still, yeah, even today, lesson. she still doesn't get it. You know, she, she said, well, I thought he would learn his lesson. You knew before all of this he wasn't going to learn his lesson. He's not able to learn a lesson because he's fixed in his evil kind of thought a thought process. Yeah, well, here's what, let's compare. The no, real, real quickly, real quickly, because i got to take a quick break. Go ahead. Obama, 227 jobs per month. Right. Trump, 191,000 per yep. month. Wages went up 1.1% during Obama. And during Trump, it's 0.16. GDP, Obama, 2.4. Trump, 2.3 to 2.4. Got it? Exactly. This has been, and Trump actually said that there was like, you know, a rot in the country before he came and that he pulled himself up by his bootstraps immediately and got the country going. But we know that Donald Trump is this. Listen, we're going to take our first break and then we're going to grab our next callers. If you all stick with us, we will sit us out of the break here at Think Again, Think Again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Hey, Greg, I'm so sorry to hear about your brother's heart attack. Thanks. He's okay now, but it really got me thinking about my family. You know, could my wife still pay our mortgage if I had a heart problem? Or could my kids still go to college? That is really scary. You should call my life insurance agent at Health IQ. When I got life insurance for my family last year, they saved me 41% versus any other company I looked at. 41%? That's huge. Yep. Health IQ starts by shopping everyone with the top 30 life insurance carriers to make sure they can get the lowest retail rate. Then they apply their exclusive healthy lifestyle savings, which can save you up to 41%. I literally got a million dollars in coverage for my family for just $36 a month. 
Just $36 a month? Yep. You should check it out at healthiq.com slash easy. To save that much money, I'm going to call them right now. What's that link again? Healthiq.com slash easy? Yep. Healthiq.com slash easy. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Of course, the San Francisco 49ers from San Francisco, California. The Kansas City Chiefs from Kansas City, Missouri. And Donald Trump making a mistake that lots of little kids often make. Presidents less often make this mistake. And the mistake is thinking that the Kansas City being referred to is Kansas City, Kansas, when it is, of course, not. It is Kansas City, Missouri. Donald Trump tweeting last night before a quick deletion, quote, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on a great game and a fantastic comeback under immense pressure. You represented the great state of Kansas and, in fact, the entire USA so very well. Our capital C country is all caps proud of you. Someone must have very quickly told Donald Trump it's Kansas City, Missouri, sir, not Kansas City, Kansas. Trump deleted the tweet, posted another one mentioning Missouri instead of Kansas. Now, there is a Kansas City in Kansas, and it's right on the border, actually, with Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, the one in Kansas is small. Population is about one hundred and fifty thousand. Kansas City, Missouri is much bigger, nearly half a million. I've been there. Very interesting. My impression without passing any judgment was that the Missouri Kansas City is more. Interesting, I, I, I don't know, I enjoyed myself more in the Missouri side now, almost exclusively when people talk about Kansas City, they are talking about the larger of the two Kansas City, Missouri. Now, maybe we're being too tough on Trump. Uh, I mean, you know, when I moved to the United States and was five, I at that point didn't know that when someone says Kansas City, they mean Kansas City, Missouri. It took me a while as an immigrant when I was like maybe eight years old, maybe even nine. I then learned when people say Kansas City in general, they mean Kansas City, Missouri, unless they specify that they're talking about Kansas. So I don't know. Trump's just a 73 year old American president. Maybe we're expecting a little too much from him. Someone. I'm not going to blame it on him being 73 because there are a lot of people that are not too far away from this microphone who are close to 73. So I don't want to want to go there. But it's it's the same situation that we saw when Trump didn't know that that uh, uh, Puerto Rico was actually a, a, a province, a, a territory of the United States, didn't know that he was the president of Puerto Rico, didn't know that he was the president of the Virgin Islands. I mean, this is just, it's not that Donald Trump is stupid, right? right? It's not that Trump is stupid. Trump is just ignorant, but he's not just ignorant. He's deliberately ignorant. In other words, he makes no effort to spend time reading and learning new things. He just operates based on what his feelings are about what's good or bad in his context and can't see beyond that. But listen, we got to get rocking. I want to get John on in Lockport. Then we then we have uh, Kevin and Pendleton, and then we'll have Frank and then Ron. So if you all just roll with us, we got to get, get moving. Uh, uh, so John, how are you doing out there in Lockport? Good, Nathan. Um, you know, perception is everything, and uh, I, I, I think the, the, the great divisions we have in this country really began in the 1990s when, uh, like, uh, I think Roger Ailes said it best, he said that, that uh, we're going to start, start, uh, start a, a news station that, uh, where facts aren't important, 
the thing that's important is when these people call and these people turn your show on, they want to just be reinforced with what they already believe. So mm-hmm. facts mean nothing to them. And there, there's a whole series of characters that, that fall in line here. Uh, and one of them was Rush Limbaugh. And what, what Trump did the other day by giving the Medal of Freedom to Limbaugh was just mm. a travesty, mm. just a travesty. Can I you mean, imagine if, he, if this had been a different president, say Barack Obama, and yeah. he had given the Medal of Freedom to Al Sharpton, or God forbid, if he had given it to Louis Farrakhan, you know, who, although he's a priest, he's, you know, considered a gadfly. He's always talking critically, you know, about uh, the United States, uh, particularly on a race basis and so on. Can you imagine, which, because that kind of parallel with Rush Limbaugh on his side uh, of the right. microphone, uh, can you imagine if somebody were to put the, during the State of a Union address, particularly, to give a uh, the Medal of Freedom to Louis Farrakhan, if that had been done by Barack Obama, there would be armies outside of Washington marching on the city to try to get him and string yeah. him up. Yeah, okay. Well, he's he's uh, uh, Limbaugh is the equivalent of, of Joseph Goebbels. I mean, like that he's a prop- he's a propagandist, right? And and I mean they don't they don't live with facts or you know the the, the two basic tenets that they use are uh, fear and and hatred. And uh, they work on, they never come up with solutions. Everything is the other side's fault. Mm-hmm. But all these other guys came in the 90s, too, and they all reinforced Roger Ailes, Rush Limbaugh, Roger Ailes, Hannity, O'Reilly, um, all these neocons. They came out, and it didn't matter. Uh, what's the other guy's name from Georgia, uh, the congressman, that, that he's, he's part of this whole crew that, that uh, uh, started, you know, bringing all this stuff out. Um, but anyway, mm. uh, the, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was this green light law. This is another attempt by Trump to get back at his enemies right. in New York State. You know, um, and, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this green light law is, is, has not that much to do with immigration. It has to do with public safety in, in, in New York State. And it, it's, uh, they're, they're, New York State's not the only state that... that uh, and put this well, into just effect. Keep, keep, keep in mind that the, the issue that's being raised is that if you have a driver's license, you'd be able to use the driver's license to be able to get a voter registration card and therefore be able to vote even though you're not even a legal citizen of the United States. But that's patently not true. You can put a you you can put a code. You can put a letter. You know where that nine digit code is that tells you what your driver's license number is. You can put a code in front of that. You know that signifies that this is a uh, uh, an illegal uh, alien or or an undocumented whatever you know the the proper term is somebody who's not a citizen of the United States. You can put a code on the card that would say that. So that right. it could not be used for somebody to be able to get a voter registration card. This right. th- this is a, an easy fix, and the only reason why people aren't going down the easy fix road is because creating this this antagonism, this division, you well, know, between people is really what the goal uh, uh, right. is. Well, the, these two politicians uh, who aren't too smart. I mean, Mickey Kearns, come on, and and Mahalu, my goodness, these two guys are using it for political fodder. That's all. Right. And. And, you know, if, if you're that worried about undocumented aliens, why do we have undocumented aliens? It's because farmers uh, need workers. 
It's because factory uh, owners need workers they can't get otherwise. And if you really want to crack down and get rid of all the undocumented aliens, start putting uh, farmers in jail and, uh, you know, uh, businesses in jail, business leaders in jail who hire them. And, and this would dry up really immediately. Advocating. I'm not really advocating that. I know that no, they No, need. I understand. I understand. But yeah. I'm saying if they did that, this, this problem would dry up immediately, of it course. It would go away. Right. So if you're going to if you're going to tolerate this, which we are going to tolerate it, well, don't don't make this big mountain out of Mohill. The, the, this whole green light law is for the public safety. It it forces uh, those that get licenses to take driver's tests. It forces them to buy insurance, and it makes the roads safer. That's the and they they do it in twelve other states. The, the other states yeah. have realized the importance of doing this as well. These guys around here are using it for political fodder, uh, you know, Kearns and Mahalo and all the rest of them. Yeah. And, and Trump's just do, doing this to try to get back at his rival, right. New York's right. uh, Cuomo. Right, so. that's it. Yep, yeah. thanks, John. I appreciate you, man. We're going to take a... Uh, so so I'm going to ask Kevin the same uh, thing that I postured before. Uh, uh, before oh, man. John, so you're gonna you, 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 well, no, you you're going to get a chance to talk. I just want to ask you. This is a discussion program, so I just want to ask you. Uh, given that Donald Trump decided he wanted to anoint Rush Limbaugh with the Medal of Freedom for whatever it is that he claims Rush Limbaugh has done that merits that medal, how would you feel if it had been Barack Obama and he had awarded this to? Uh, Louis Farrakhan, who, whatever you think about him, he's gotten hundreds of thousands of African people uh, to uh, come away from behaviors that may have uh, 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 have been uh, antisocial and integrated them into a uh, a structure uh, that is positive uh, in terms of working, going to school, taking care of their families, uh, keeping their kids, you know, and so on. Why would what would you what would your your thought be if uh, that had been Barack Obama who had given the Medal of Freedom uh, to Louis Farrakhan? The op- okay, so will I get the opportunity to uh, to to go ahead and ask my question? And Absolutely. In addition to that, okay. Right, Absolutely. Right anyway, good morning, folks. This is Baby Doc here. I mean, that's what you know, you know you you encourage one of your callers. To you know, use such a xenophobic, racist, you know, chant against me, and you never correct that. What does baby doc hair have to do with what I asked you? Well, I just want to let you know. I said baby doc hair, so everybody know who he's talking about. You and I know who baby doc is. The other, right, right. But but Papa Doc Duvalier. But but answer my question. That's okay. I just so it's answer your question. I'm answer your question. But will I get the chance now to ask my? You've I've said three times yes. Just answer the question. Good. Well, as far as I'm concerned. Whether they give it to Louis Farrakhan or whether they give it to Al Sharpton, that's their prerogative. And what I feel, right, I have my right to feel about someone just as you have your right to feel about someone okay. else. I'm going to let you off the hook because I was just asking you what your feeling was. Oh, well, I wasn't asking you about whether or not I wasn't asking you whether or not you had a right. I was just asking you what your feeling would be about that. So what obviously you don't want to tell me. My feelings is, is that if, he, if, if you want to give, in the State of the Union or whatever, you want to give the Presidential Medal of Freedom to Al Sharpton and Louis Farrakhan. My question is, why hasn't it been done yet? Why hasn't it been done? 
because other people felt that you wouldn't give the Medal of Freedom to people who have not been uniters, who have been dividers. You wouldn't give the Medal of Freedom to them. So why would you give the Medal of Freedom to Rush Limbaugh, who is a divider? That's what he does for a living. He pits people against each other. Now, if you don't think that that's true about uh, Rush Limbaugh, then say that you don't think that that's true. Wait, that Rush Limbaugh is a divider? Yes. He's united. He's united a lot of people in many different ways. That's I mean, not what I, I said. He, he is a divider. He pits people I, against I, I one another. Yes or no. no? No, no, I disagree with that. So you don't think I, he right? pits people? So, okay, so now no, we know no, no. Now we know who you are. You're in the camp okay. with Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> oh, okay. wow. So ask, okay. so ask your, okay. your question because we, okay. we got to well, move. Me, okay, right. it still relates to this, though. You see, here's what happened. Uh, we're going to talk about people who divide the country, right? Let's talk about the the, 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 the clowns who were in white sitting in there. Not even a little girl could have escaped their wrath because the of clowns the who were in white. Are you yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah, women? Yeah, yeah, Are you yeah, talking the about the women who sat right, in the girl. in a the little, State of the Union address? Little, you're calling the women. Girl. You're calling the yeah. women who sat there and celebrated yeah. the hundred year anniversary of women oh. getting the right to vote by wearing yeah. white. You're saying that they're clowns. So what does that say? What does that say about you that you would say something like that? I would say that because a little girl, a little black girl, didn't even have a decency to get up and applaud her. And a a hundred year old man, right, who paved the way for them to sit down and make their little statements, right? Man with the Tuskegee Airmen, right? Right? They didn't even have the decency to even get up and honor they, they did that clap. Man. They did no, clap no. for the Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. They did. They did. Yeah. You, you're, you're, you're making that up. You're making that up. Go back no, and I'm not making it up. Well, go I'm back and look it at it. Go back and look mm-hmm. at it again. I ain't making it up. Well, go back all. and look Shit. at it again. They stood up and they applauded the Tuskegee Airmen. That's just not true. Okay? That's just not true. All right, Kevin. <laughs> but, but, but I'm glad that we found out where you are. Uh, let me get, uh, is it Frank on? Let me get Frank from Niagara Falls. Frank, how are you doing out there? Rush, Oxycontin, <laughs> Elvis, Limbaugh. He deserves a Medal of Freedom. Epidemic, he, he, who never did a, a day in prison, even though he was caught with enough pain pills to dose Kentucky. And got his personal care aide or, 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 or uh, assistant, uh, who was, I think, herself an undocumented alien, uh, uh, got her to become a venue for him to be able to get. She she faked injuries so that she could get oxycodone or uh, whatever the synthetic form of uh, 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 of heroin. He's doing thirty pills a day. She's helping him get that stuff. He's making her do it. He deserves the Medal of Freedom. He's a drug pusher. He's a drug user. <laughs> he deserves. I mean, what are we doing? Like three thousand pills a month or something like that. And this is supposed it was to be. A long time ago. This is this is this is the 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 the, uh, um, uh, the medal of freedom you get for that kind of conduct. Are you kidding me? Never apologized for it. Never did anything about it. Never apologized for what he did to his worker who he made do this stuff for him. Never apologized for that. This is what you and and I mean. Where is the where's the coherence here? 
why isn't the I thought the Republicans were supposed to be the party of integrity and of honesty, you know, and so on, uh, not the policy, the, 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 uh, 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 the party of free love, you know, and and promiscuity and, and drug use and so on. That doesn't seem to be the case now, does it? It's freedom for big pharma. Wow. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Well, I just, you, know, it, <sighs> I, I'll, you know, I agree with you. It's getting scary. You know, Trump has the uh, Neanderthal neocons all worked up in, in a violent frenzy, you know, ready to force all his enemies to the gulag. You, you, Donald Trump is the first Fox News president, and it's proven he does not represent all the American people. You know, how many times have the courts stopped Trump from punishing blue states like California and New York? And, and, you know, the Make America Great Again crowd, you know, doesn't even realize that our blue state tax dollars are keeping red state deadbeats from ruin. Yeah. You know, re- read the classic article on uh, Alternet by Sarah Robinson titled, Blue States Are Providers and Red States Are Parasites. You know, there's a, 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 a piece of, of facts that came up. I think this was, it was either us... Uh, um, Oh my good Rachel Maddow, or it was uh, Lawrence uh, O'Connell. Uh, uh, I think it's O'Connell or, or, or O'Donnell uh, that came up with this uh, this factual framework. There are 50 states in the union. There are nine states that, in those nine states, exist something like 91 percent of all of the citizens of the United States. In the other 41 states combined, they only have nine percent of the population of the United States. Yet in the Senate, you essentially have 82 senators that represent 9% of the people, and you have 18 senators who represent 91% of the people. That is part of the problem that we have going on in this country right now, why our rulership you know, is taking on the character uh, uh, and, and the, the characteristics that it has taken on. We got to win some elections. Can I have another thirty seconds? Thirty seconds. Yep. Yeah. You know the uh, on the other side we have the Iowa caucus disaster. Yep. You know I've been a Democrat my entire life with a lot of heartbreaks. Yeah, you know, I still have nightmares about the two thousand Gush uh, Gore versus Bush Jr. Yep. election. Yep. You know in two in two thousand four. Uh, when protesters showed up to the John Kerry events, they were put behind barbed wire. You know, I had already prepared myself for Hillary Clinton to lose to Trump after the DNC cheated Bernie Sanders. But what happened at the Iowa caucus crossed the line. Mm. You know, I'm angry, Nathan. You know, do centrist Democrats think progressives are stupid? They want me to believe supporting a centrist neoliberal corporate establishment Democrat is a smart way to go? You mean the same people who lost 2004, 2010, 2014, and 2016 elections? You know, here's the sucker's bet. You know, why should Democrats side with Bernie, the most popular politician in the USA, when you can have the booty judge demographic of 0.0039% of centrist gay men with no unpaid <laughs> minority friends. The, the reality is the DNC, Tom Perez, Troy Price, and the Iowa Democrat Jamokes 
not only rendered Iowa insignificant in any future primary elections, but these fools gave Trump the Trump cult campaign nine months of talking points. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Frank, I got to run. I got to take a, a hard break here. But that, that last point was right on time. Let's uh, take our last break and then we'll get back into our subject. If you all stick with us, we will send us out of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. This is Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, and we want to help your house feel more like a home with some of the lowest refinancing rates ever. Rates have dropped so much that many Americans can reduce their rate. You may be able to save money on your monthly mortgage payment right now. The rate today on our 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states and MLS number 3030. Okay, you know how it feels when you've saved enough for that long-awaited home edition? Now imagine an edition on that edition. That's the feeling with Capital One, where a new savings account earns an interest rate five times the national average. That's right, five times, as represented by five times more singers. This is banking reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Rate comparison based on FDIC national rate. Capital One NA member FDIC. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Limbaugh did later apologize for some of those remarks. John Avalon is back with me. And by the way, it was 10 years ago this month that yeah. you wrote Wingnuts, right? So Hard to believe. what did you make of that moment last night? Look, that was a classic uh, pander in real time by a reality show president to a key constituency, right wing talk radio. And he did that a lot. You know, there, there were, you know, you got a car, you got a car, you got a car for all different constituencies mm-hmm. we saw last night. It was affecting because, of course, Rush Limbaugh announced just a few days ago that he is battling advanced lung cancer. Um, and we should say that we all should wish him well in his battle against cancer. Yeah. There are some things that are bigger than politics. Nonetheless, you're responsible for what you do with the powerful microphone he has. He's been the godfather of right-wing radio, but under the rubric of infotainment, he has preached a lot of division and a lot of hate over a long period of time. And his followers love him. They, they're called ditto heads. They agree with everything he says. But whether it's backing birtherism against Barack Obama, one point I wrote about in Wingnuts where he compared Barack Obama uh, to Hitler, um, a sense of pervasive oppression, you know, conservative white Americans being oppressed by the, by the Clinton era. He spread conspiracy theories about the Clintons as well. The Vince Foster conspiracy mm. theory was something he pumped up um, to the Obama era being very much on the front lines. But his influence helped birth Donald Trump. 
It created a spawn of imitators. So what's the difference between, you know, George W. Bush giving the Medal of Honor, or Presidential Medal of Freedom to, uh, you know, Nelson Mandela, Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, Hank Aaron, and Donald Trump doing it for Rush Limbaugh? It was great TV. It appealed to the base. But there's real accountability in who you choose. And he has elevated someone to a level who has made a business out of playing the lowest common denominators. What does this say just about the divided nation in which we live? It says a lot. It also says that the President of the United States, rather than trying to be a uniter, has been very content to be a divider. Remember, most presidents, ultimately, it's about trying to unify the nation. And, and you know, a couple of rhetorical asides you know, you know put, let's put them aside. This is a president who believes in dividing to conquering. He can dress it up and saying he's a, he's a counterpuncher. Um, but he is a brawler. He believes in bullying. He believes in using fear and greed to intimidate people into submission. And it has worked very well, particularly among his party, uh, where a lot of people who know better are afraid of the base and they're afraid of the president. Um, and right-wing talk radio and the whole partisan news complex helped reinforce that, demonizing dissent. All right. So you all got the real point there. Just to as a, uh, a juxtaposition to my conversation with Kevin, it's not me making this up. Rush Limbaugh was one of the chief dividers, if not the chief divider in this country, rather than a unifier, uh, unifier in this country. Let me get uh, Ron on real quick and get his thoughts. Ron and Chitawaka. Ron, how are you doing out there? Oh, that could be, could be worse. Uh, a couple of things, <laughs> little snippets today, uh, Kansas, this thing with the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, the worst thing about it is Donald Trump owned sports teams. <laughs> you mean he really, is he playing dumb or is he just lost it? Is he senile now? Does he have Alzheimer's he, or something? I mean, he, he, I mean, he just wasn't really being um, um, coherent in his thought. In other words, he was just talking just to, you know, sort of make points to the, the sports a fan base that you know uh, uh, Kansas City won. Let me throw some you know support, some some shout out you know uh, uh, for, for for Kansas City without thinking at all. It just wasn't well, thinking. Yeah, but I, I mean, if without thinking, I mean, I learned that there was that the big <laughs> athletic groups, Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas City Royals. They used to have a basketball, Kansas City Kings, I think it was. That's Missouri. I mean, he owned, what, the Houston Gamblers anymore? Right. The New York. Right. I mean, he should know this. Now, is he doing this deliberately, or is he really that confused? I mean, I mean, it, when you see this, you got to wonder. I, I have people here that say that he's really just... You know, not only confused, they refer to him as dumb. Well, well dumb, <laughs> but, but is it more something fundamental is, is it a brain problem is he is he got alzheimer's he got susie senile at this point he doesn't seem to be when he's out in front of the crowd so though he tends to ramble a little bit but he always did that but when you make that kind of mistake it sounds like something my aunt who had alzheimer's would do anyway okay this thing with the with these he's taking revenge on people now who you know this uh, this colonel that uh, uh we already touched colonel Vin, vinman right yes. Uh, and and other people, the, the European uh, ambassador, he's anybody who said anything critical about him during that time period. Now, even if you assume that this, these people were wrong, maybe they got it wrong. Usually, presidents, when they when something like this happens, it's kind of a, an awkward situation. They they kind of phase them out. You know what I mean? Right. They, but this, he's making a spectacle to show people how he is, how tough he is. 
uh, maybe he figures he'll get him get votes that way. But I've never seen a president do this. You know, uh, when Kennedy, uh, 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 the, the Bay of Pigs debacle, he uh, he uh, kind of eased Alan Dulles, Charles Cabell, and Steve Bissell, uh, uh, Richard Bissell out of uh, out of their positions over a period right. of a few months. Right. He didn't, you know, make a big deal of. He didn't, you know, have him escorted off the property. And I just always remember that. And other instances as well when. Uh, 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 after uh, uh, Barack Obama was not happy with, uh, I guess it was uh, uh, Maddox right. in, in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. He didn't get on TV and make a big deal. It was very, very subtle. Of course, the right wing picked it up and attacked him anyway. But he didn't, you know, have him escorted off the you know, premises or other. Yep. Kind of do the vicious. But remember how Trump acted the day after the so-called acquittal, when there really was no trial, but you know, the so-called acquittal. He was out cussing people out. He was swearing. He was acting as vulgar and repulsive as you possibly could be because he felt that he could. As happened at the the day after Bob Mueller delivered his final testimony on the uh, the, the Mueller investigation on the Russia uh, uh, interference in the U.S. 2016 election, presidential election, the very next day, uh, he, you had this would have been uh, July 25th. The very next day, you had Trump trying to make this uh, bully deal, you know, with uh, Vladimir uh, Zelensky, trying to, to push him into creating this smear campaign yep. against uh, Joe Biden. That's he right. didn't learn anything. And yep. here we have, you know, so-called exoneration, acquittal, blah, blah, blah. And the very next day, he's snorting, he's swearing, he's calling people ugly names. The day after that, he's doing something that may not be illegal because both of the Vinlands had uh, army jobs that they were going to be bumped back into. In other words, they were in they were in army service positions that they were on leave from to work in the White House. So when uh, Trump fired them from their positions, they go back to their army positions. So they're not actually yeah. fired. Well, that's true. Right. That's true. But I mean, the point is, is the only president I've ever heard of that that makes a spectacle of it. You disagree with somebody, okay? You you know you ease them out. But this is he, he's going to show people how tough he is by and out. walks them out the door with an army esque. I mean, with the 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 the, the U.S. marshals as if they, they had robbed the pencils or something. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, also, man. one thing I want to I get a couple of brief points. The Limbaugh thing. Did Limbaugh also push the birther thing for a while? For a long and, time. Yeah, and and uh, 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 conspiracy theories about uh, uh, all sorts of things about uh, Barack Obama uh, and, being. And let's uh, not forget that Rush Limbaugh is the same guy who talked about Chelsea uh, Clinton as if she had the appearance of a dog. Oh yeah, on, t- on the TV show, right? That, that was his ill-fated TV show, right? You see, such an ugly obnoxious looking guy apparently his ratings were low but yeah, one is, he only was on for a few weeks but he uh, he put a had a picture of chelsea clinton with a dog head yeah this is the guy they gave the these republicans and these remember this is the moral party the christians love him he's anointed of god he's a all this this is the kind of personality you're going to give he's, he's going to give one guy to another give the medal of freedom to i mean that that's just it, it just that doesn't be, make sense yep Okay, well, that, that's my two sons. All right, good. Thank All you, right. man. We got a bunch of calls that have hopped in over this last few minutes. We only get a couple of minutes of call. Is it, uh, oh, Chris. Hi, Chris. How you doing out there? Hi. My head is spinning. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I got. I just want to do this very quickly. Um, this this whole controversy goes back further, goes back to, to Nixon. 
the Republicans are so angry that Nixon got caught and had to resign. And so they had to find a Democratic president to impeach. And then they go into Clinton, and it started off with Whitewater, which was a land deal, not what he eventually was impeached about. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because he, had, he was dumb enough to have uh, to cheat it on his wife, they just fell into that and impeached him over that, which wasn't the original charge to begin with. And then as far as Limbaugh goes, it goes back further than Chelsea Clinton. I remember him saying on his program way back when, uh, Amy Carter, by far the ugliest daughter yep. of the living president. Yep. Disgraceful. Yep. That's yep. all i got to say. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. That is just so true. And, and uh, is it Rick first, then Mark? Yeah, let me get Rick on first. Rick, how are you doing out there? You and Ron say that Trump is dumb because he didn't know the difference between the two Kansas cities. You and Ron both agreed that he owned the Houston Gamblers. He didn't own the Houston Gamblers. He owned the New, the New Jersey Generals. And remember when oh, Barack good, Obama good, said good, Earth, good, 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 good. And remember when Barack Obama didn't know to Memorial Day and Veterans Day? Right. People, I, people get caught up in their words. Just what I said a bit ago when he didn't know Kansas City was not in Kansas City State was in Missouri. I didn't say he was dumb. I said he, he probably just got caught up. He was just trying to stroke the people in Kansas City, uh, almost like a passing thought. And, you know, he, he said something that was that was just wrong. You're insinuating he was dumb. No, I, <laughs> I didn't insinuate he was dumb. I said I don't think that he, I personally don't think he's dumb. I think he's cunning. I think that he is ignorant. Ignorant is, is that you don't know things. You didn't bother to learn things. So, for example, when uh, Donald Trump, uh, during the Hurricane uh, Maria uh, 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 disaster, uh, you had the uh, Virgin Islands were also uh, completely whacked as a result of that storm. Donald Trump goes down to visit with these people in the Virgin Islands, visits with the people in their cabinet and tells them as, as he's about to leave and tell your president, you know, that he's doing a great job because Donald Trump ignorantly did not understand that he is the president of the Virgin Islands. The Virgin Islands vote for the president of the United States. They're a territory of the United States. Now, that's a, a, a gaffe that you should not make. You should at least know that Puerto Rico is a part of the United States. You should at least know that the Virgin Islands are a part of the United States. You should, at minimum, you should know that. When, when, are you going to let me talk now? Sure. So was Obama ignorant because he didn't know if there were 50 states in the Union? Was Obama ignorant because he didn't know the difference between veterans? Number one, or? Obama corrected himself immediately after he made that mistake. He, he owned up to it. He didn't act like he didn't make the mistake. And what's your and what's your source for that? Because you always ask people to pull you for their source. I, well, I my sources are what he said at the time. Now, if you want me to go back and get the articles for you, I will do it yeah. for do certain. It I'll do it. I, I, I'm writing it down right now. When you, we we talk next Saturday, I will give you the actual articles themselves. I wasn't prepared to do that today, but I'll do that. That's for sure. I, That's not a problem. I, I could say to you, Roger Maris hit 61 home runs in 1961. And you say, oh, that's not, you, you want to know my, uh, my sources, wouldn't you? I, I wouldn't unless I felt that there was a reason for me to ask you that. If you uh, asked me, uh, if, if there was an issue about You only who, ask of people who are opposite your view. You no, that's not true. That's not you true. Like your groupies, 
You let your groupies call in shooting facts off left and right. You sit there, yep, 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 agreeing with them all along. But it's only people who you oppose and you don't agree with. Well, if that's how you feel, that that's how you feel. I try it's my reality. best. I try it's my reality. best to give you chapter and verse where I'm coming from. So when I bring things, when I prepare things for the show, I don't just come and talk off the top of my head. I do, I do research for what I'm going to talk about, and I tell you where I'm getting the information from that I'm using. Now, I am a progressive-oriented person, so my research tends to be oriented around my progressive base. That's true. You, you don't give your sources all the time like you demand of the people who oppose you. Your show is just as divisive as Rush Limbaugh's. Okay. Device. If that's what you feel, that's what you feel. It's reality. All right. All right. Reality. Thank you for your call. I got to get one more call in before the end of the hour. Let me get uh, Mark on. Hey, Mark, how you doing out there? Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear people like that, I hate, I think Fox News. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But uh, the, the, and, and he is stupid. Who would think he could get away with mocking a Sharpie on a weather map? Exactly. That's but, stupidity. But, but see, now, if, if, if I were and to say that, the world. right, if I were to say that and I didn't give you, you know, the news story that you could get that from because everybody already knows that it was in news stories all over the world. He, he put it up there. <laughs> but then I would get somebody like Rick who would say, well, you didn't give us chapter and verse on where you got that from. Well, actually, I did give you Jap chapter and verse, you know, on that particular issue. You don't, you don't have to put the Sharpie one up. He put it up. <laughs> That's how stupid he is. So, and, and, and anyways, you said 9%. You know, they wanted to keep the slaves so bad that they put the electoral colleges in. Now we have minority rule. <laughs> That's what it is. Yep, that's Slavery exactly right. That's exactly right. We have minority rule. You're absolutely right. Because of slavery, because they wanted the Electoral College. Yep. Okay, Nathan. All right. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk to you all. And thank you all out there for supporting us and to listening to us. We look forward to talking to you all again next Saturday here at Think Again. Think Again. been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.